Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka Five Minute Major, and welcome to HV Pucks Overtime. I'm proud to say this is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. What separates me from the mainstream is that you do not need a newspaper or cable TV subscription to access my content. It is 100% free and available on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. HV Pucks Overtime is sponsored by Atlas Admissions, a boutique firm that specializes in working with motivated and passionate individuals who seek admission to undergraduate and graduate healthcare programs. Whether they are applying for medical school, residency, or fellowships, our clients come to us from across the globe at all stages of training to develop and optimize their applications for admission. Atlas Admissions bring extensive experience and professionalism to every case and will customize our support to your individual needs and concerns. Visit them today at www.atlasadmissions.com. Call them at 617-712-2261 or email them at info at You know, one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. I recently had the opportunity to chat with Rich Crozier. Rich is the head coach of the St. Joseph's Federation uh, hockey team. Uh, They are the 12-time New York State Catholic champions. Uh, Coach Crozier has been behind the bench for the Marauders. Uh, He just finished his 11th season, and he's been on board for six of those championships. He took over 45 minutes out of his evening after practice to chat with me, and I really do appreciate it. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I am pleased to be joined by Rich Crozier. Rich is the head coach of the St. Joe's Marauders Federation hockey team, uh, 12-time New York State Catholic champs. Um, Coach Crozier is uh, entering his 11th season, or just completing his 11th season, I should say, behind the bench. He's been there for six of the 12 uh, championships. He's taken a few minutes out to chat with me tonight. I really do appreciate it. The last time I saw this guy, he was at the Ice Hutch uh, down with Ed Witts and the Pelicans doing his thing. Coach, thanks so much for coming on. How's it going? Oh, it's going great, Trev. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Uh, listen, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. You know, you've always been uh, a big supporter of mine, and uh, I do enjoy watching your team when they come down to this uh, this part of the state. So this is going to sound like a silly question, but I've asked it uh, numerous times. How does it feel to be a New York State champion? Feels great. You know, uh, it's just it's 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 a great feeling. Um, we uh, we've been fortunate here over the years to have have several several over you know six in the last eight. Yeah. But every every year every year is it's it's its own journey. Right. You know? And uh, you know I think sometimes people people are under the impression that uh, 
you know, maybe it comes easy or something like that. And right. I, I can tell you that uh, we have we have our challenges just like any other team. We have some things that we we always need to overcome. And 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 uh, you know, when when you're able to to win your last game of the year and, and reflect back and and say, hey, you know, we we took these these things head on and and and, and we're able to overcome it. It's 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 really a it's a great feeling. So uh, we're feeling really good and. and and uh, you know, appreciative of uh, appreciative of, of, of guys like you, uh, you know, giving us giving us the the accolades that that we work so hard to achieve. Well, absolutely, like you said, you work very hard. I mean, you know, your record, your reputation, you know, stand you know stands for itself. I mean, I love what I see on the ice every time you guys come down to again our part of the state for the tournament that Ed Witz puts together. So, what do you want people outside of the Fed to know about your squad? Well, you know, one of the things <clears throat> that, uh, you know, just about St. Joe's hockey is, sure. is we're, we're a very big program. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know that, that people always realize that, uh, you know, we got a pretty special thing going on here in Buffalo. Um, we're an all boys school. Uh, so there's just under 800 boys and in the building right now, we have 150 hockey players. Wow. Yeah. Which is good for eight teams. Um, and, uh, you know, one thing that we tell, uh, the young men in the Buffalo area is that if you want to play high school hockey for four years, uh, St. Joe's is the place to do it. Mm -hmm. We have no cuts. Right. So, you know, in, in, in early November, we have our evaluations and those evaluations are just based to place you on a team. Sure. So, um, you know, that makes us pretty unique. Um, the top players in our school play on our federation team which is the team that you see in New York city and the yeah. team that, that played Fordham prep. Yeah. Um, but I'm just as proud of, of, of the other seven teams in, in the program and those young men. And uh, our success is really based on, uh, the 20 coaches in the program preparing those young men. Mm -hmm. Like this year alone, I believe there was six seniors that played for us for the first time. Wow. So they played on three or two, other St. Joe's teams before even, you know, making their way to, to the Federation team. And, um, I think that's pretty unique and pretty special. Um, you know, then the other thing is, 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 you know, we're, we're a Catholic school. So something that's very important to us is our faith. You know, our faith is the highest priority and, 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 uh, you know, family and school and then hockey. And, and, and we're, we're pretty dedicated and committed to keeping those priorities in order. Um, and, and, and when you do, to be honest, the, the winning, the winning is kind of secondary if you've sure. got your priorities in order. So, sure. um, you know, I, I, I think it all starts with, with a strong belief in our Lord. And, you know, my faith tells me that the reason we're talking tonight is be, because of the Lord, you know, the Lord has blessed me. So, Certainly, that's an important part of our team and our program. I mean, it sounds like, and from what I've seen and from what I know and talking to you and, and watching your program, you definitely have developed the right type of atmosphere, the right type of culture, um, the right type of foundation. You're shaping young young men and shaping young lives, and, and that is really to be commended. Um, so I went back and looked over you know, the, the New York State sports writers rankings and, you know, for nine straight weeks, you guys were ranked number one. So I guess the question is, is did the team feel any pressure entering the season? And if so, how did they respond? 
You know, Charlie, I think that's a, that's a great question. Um, we were disappointed last year. We, we also, you know, held the number one ranking for some time and, uh, we just, we just kind of couldn't get out of our own way. Um, and, uh, you know, caught a, caught a hot St. Mary's team, mm-hmm. didn't, didn't give them the respect they deserved. And, and, you know, uh, a last minute goal actually in the championship, uh, beat us three, two. Mm-hmm. So coming into the year, I, I think that was like fresh on our minds. You know, I think there's expectations on, on every St. Joe's team. Sure. Um, you know, we, you know, we, uh, I would, I'd be lying to you if, 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 if there isn't really the, the goal of, of, of winning a New York state championship every year. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, I think more of the discussion was kind of reflecting on last year and, and writing some of those wrongs and, and really making those, those, those corrections and, you know, in our game and in, in our approach, the rankings are great. And, and it's certainly, I think something that a lot of people pay attention to. Sure. Um, I know that, you know, other people have brought it up to us, but you know, the number one New York state ranking, which I believe we, 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 at the end were, we were tied with Syracuse. Absolutely. Which is I was, I was going to mention that. I was going to mention they that. Had yep. a, they had a great year and they, did. they were an exciting team to watch. So just to be mentioned in the same breath of the, as them is, is quite the compliment. Um, but you know, it's, it's something like that really is, I think not really in our, our, our complete control. Sure. You know, that's based on how, how, how other people reflect on our team, but it's certainly an honor and it's, it's something that, uh, something that, 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 that I said, like people pay attention to. And, and, and the fact that St. Joe's was, 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 was at the top again at the end of this season is, is quite the compliment. So, we uh, we were excited about that. Um, you mentioned a couple of seniors in a previous answer, so that ties in nicely to my next question. Who were some of the players that surprised you by stepping up and contributing in a big way this past season for the Fed team? Well, you know, the, the whole senior class, I, I thought that, you know, there's 11 of them, and I thought mm-hmm. they did a great job. And, and as I mentioned, you know, just kind of reflecting on last year, you know, one of, one of the things that, that we came into this year saying is, is we really, really have to need, have a little bit more of a desire and a will and a want to do it. Um, and it's, 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 it's a major commitment. You know, at St. Joe's, we're on the ice six out of seven days. Mm-hmm. We'd be on the ice seven in a row, but, you know, New York State doesn't let us. So, right. <laughs> you know, that, that's, a, that's a big time commitment. Sure. Um, you know, we're, we're in hotels five, five nights this year we're you know rhode island for 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 four nights we're in new york city for two you know it's 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 a big commitment and 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 you have to want it and this year senior class really came into the year saying you know saying all of them as a group we were going to be difference makers and they were mm-hmm. you know a couple a couple of young men that come to mind uh, sam latour for example didn't get a lot of recognition but he signed a division two uh Letter of intent to go play play it play lacrosse at Seton Hill. Nice. So nice. Um, Sam didn't play for us last year. He played for our varsity maroon club team. He's one of those seniors I mentioned earlier that played Fed for only one year. Yeah. And he didn't even need to play hockey. I mean, he's all set for next year. He's sure. going to play lacrosse, but he wanted to. You know, he wanted to do it for his school and for our program. And you know, guys like that don't always get the credit on the score sheet or even necessarily in the in the articles that 
you know, they write in the paper here in Buffalo, but you know, Sam's kind of like an unsung hero. Our MVP in the state championship game, another another guy that didn't get a ton of recognition, but he was just a, a physical force all season long, and that's Kellen Polera. Okay. Kellen's also a lacrosse player. Um, and uh, he, he signed a Division One letter of intent to play at Marist next year. Wow, yeah. Um, Great program. So again, you know, these are guys that are multi-sport athletes sure. that – are kind of supporting things um, behind the scenes. Um, you know, other big contributors uh, just was recently named player of the year by the Albi newspapers here in West New York. Mitchell Flocare was a junior okay. defenseman who led our team in points. Um, so Mitchell was, was great this year. Um, it's the second time we've, we've had a player of the year um, in my 11 years. And, 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 and just, what a great compliment for a junior. What a great compliment for a defenseman. Sure. Um, our goaltending was fantastic this year as well. Senior Trevor Galante and Joe Franzak. Uh, Joe's a junior. Uh, both goalies split the time and led the league in goals against average. Mm. I believe Joe just edged out Trevor, but St. Joe's goalies were one and two in the league. Um, so that, you know, that, that was that's that was something that was unique to this season so we had a lot of contributors the other thing is when you have a program of our size like i said earlier 150 uh, young men in our school playing hockey the real secret to our success is depth yeah there's not one player or one line or you know one one goaltender that's 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 really going to steal a game sure um, and it's because we have so many contributors yeah and any given night this season in our 23 wins one guy or the other really stepped up to be to be the leader that night. So, uh, you know, credit to the entire team and program for for the state championship this year. You know, I really do appreciate you taking the time to come on because I'm learning things about, you know, St. Joe's and the program as a whole that, that I really didn't know, quite honestly. Um, you've been talking about doing a lot of reflecting. So looking back on it now, how would you describe your season overall? Did the team face any type of adversity? Yeah, you know, well, there, you know, there were a couple, there were a couple blemishes on our record, and um, you know, no one ever has the goal of of, of having a perfect season. Sure. Um, you know, we kind of talk about it sometimes. You know, we aim for perfection, but but there's no such thing as it. Um, and uh, you know, we went into to the Rhode Island trip, which is which is a great trip. Um, Mount St. Charles Academy has a long history. You know, we like to think of our program as a historic high school hockey program. Mm-hmm. Um, you've you've got to look up Mount St. Charles Academy. Um, their coach, who just retired, has over 1,200 wins. He's wow. the winningest high school hockey coach wow. in the country. Yeah. <laughs> um, in fact, we beat them two to one this year. And uh, after the game, it was in the semifinals. Uh, walked across ice and gave coach a big hug and I. I said, Coach, it would be my honor if, if I could get a picture with you and my team. Now, here's a guy that just lost a game, and he said, absolutely. Wow. And that's, that's, a, that's a picture I'll cherish forever. Sure. Um, so we were riding the wave and the emotions. You know, we just knocked off one of the best teams in the country, for sure, one of the most historic programs in the country. And uh, we go into the finals. Against Bishop Hendrickin, 
um, which is also a Rhode Island team. And uh, I think they scored two goals in their first three shots. Huh. It's like, oh, boy. Yeah. Um, we battled back, but actually uh, got in some penalty trouble and ended up losing in the championship, hmm. which was our first loss, uh, one of the two losses we had this season. You know, we, we could have kind of responded in, in, in several different ways. We certainly were disappointed on that bus ride home, and it's a long bus ride home from Providence to yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, sure. Um, but we really did. We came into the new year, and and uh, we responded really well from that. Good. Uh, Good. Same thing. We had a late loss in the year. That's when we lost the number one ranking. Um, you know, we had a nice run there, as you mentioned, for nine weeks. Uh, we just played. We just didn't play well against Niagara Wheatfield. Mm. They've they've been. You know, they've been a great, great team yeah. over the years here out of Section 6. Um, great coach, Rick Rosin. Mm-hmm. And uh, same thing, 4-3 loss, gave up some goals early, couldn't overcome. And again, you know, so anytime you're knocked down, that's, that's you know, that's what really, in my opinion, is a sign of a champion. It's like, how are you going to react? Sure. How are you going to um, respond? How are you going to answer the call? And yeah. uh, I do have to say, you know, Niagara Wheatfield is another one of those programs that comes down from Western New York to play in Ed's uh, tournament. So again, right. kudos out to them. You know, that's a top-notch program too. Um, what was the team's mindset entering the finals? Well, we knew it was going to be a battle, you know. Uh, so here we are going up against... Well, let, let me talk about both finals. Sure. Uh, you know, because, uh, you know, our, our last year we played St. Mary's and yep. and, and, uh, and they, they clipped us and good for them. But uh, this year it was kind of a complete different mindset. We, you know, St. Mary's was a five seed last year. Yep. And we were, I, I believe we were the two seed. Canisius uh, had the one seed. So we thought, you know, we thought, oh, no problem. We're going back to New York. Um, you know, we'll be playing St. Anthony's and as I mentioned, you know, they, they beat us three, two in the last minute. So going into that final, the mindset was, Hey, this is going to be a real tough game. We got to play, we got to play our best game, um, in order to be a champion. And we did, we played great, uh, tough game. Um, I believe the final was five to two. Um, but it was, it was, you know, it was great to get that federation championship and and then you know as it works uh you know we are home this year it, it trades off every year and, sure um we we're excited to play ford and prep in my in my 11 years as coach that's the first time we've played them wow so didn't didn't know a ton about them they mm-hmm. you know we had a couple common opponents fordham also played uh st mary's and canisius who are both in our in our league yeah. um and uh, but we knew, you know, we knew it was gonna, it was gonna be a battle. We knew it was gonna, it was gonna take a championship effort to, to beat them. Um, you know, they, they were kind of like the St. Marys of last year. They, sure. You know, we were watching them, and they knocked off some people. Some might say it was upsets, but I, you know, we watched, I watched their championship game. Um, uh, it was it was live streamed. Um, I believe it was the, it was the Monday night. I said, oh boy, these guys are going to be a tough opponent. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people, you know, a lot of people look at the final score and say nine to one. Oh boy. I mean, we just, we played our best game of the year and certainly our best period of the year in that first period. Mm-hmm. I believe the shots were like 17 to two. We just, you know, we kind of, we kind of jumped them and, you know, before you know it, we were up, uh, 
up for nothing. And, right. and, you know, at that point, I think hockey's such an emotional game. Absolutely. And they were so excited to be in, you know, in their first championship in a while. And, and, you know, it's tough to, it's tough to react after, after getting a, a, a big jump on a team. But, sure. you know, I take my hats off to them. They, they, they competed hard all season long. They deserve to be in that state championship. Um, you know, and some days hockey is like that. It's happened to us. We've been on both sides of it. They just ran into, uh, you know, they ran into a juggernaut. And, and you know, our, our boys just, our boys, you know, came to play that day. And, and, and uh, you know, it was, it was just one of those situations that the championship effort really showed up on that, on that, uh, on that magical Saturday. I've had Den- I had Dennis Dufresne on earlier this year. He's the head coach, as you know, for Fordham Prep. Yeah. I've, I've had the opportunity to see them a couple of times. Actually, Dennis just brought two teams up, uh, 14U and an 18U uh, uh, Southern Westchester Blackhawks teams, uh, and they wound up winning both championships. So he definitely uh, has that pedigree. And, and again, I appreciate everything you said about that final score because um, it was definitely a battle um, between two top programs. Um what was your biggest, and this is a good question just to kind of roll into that. What was your biggest challenge, you know, that you faced in preparing the players for that final or maybe even during that game, during that first period, you're up for nothing. You know, what, what kind of challenges come into your mind at that point, knowing that you have two more periods to go? Well, Trav, you know, a couple of things, I think leading into the game, um, you know, we faced a couple of challenges. We win the championship on, on Monday, yeah. actually. So Fordham must have played on Tuesday. Actually, that's an interesting story. So we're supposed to play in, in Super Sunday at KeyBank. And first time in my career, talk about some challenges and adversity. They have like a high wind warning yes. here in Buffalo. <laughs> I remember that. And, and the game the game actually gets postponed to Monday. Right. And <laughs> I remember like, so we had practice on Saturday. And Pete Schneider, who is the head of, of, of the Monsignor Martin Lee calls, and he says, hey, Rich, it's Pete. I uh, just want to let you know the game is canceled for tomorrow. And uh, we're just about to go on the ice. And I said, Pete, listen, I know you know better than to joke with a coach right before the championship. That's not funny. Right. And there was like this long pause, and Pete's like, no, Rich, I'm serious. The game's canceled. There's high winds. <laughs> And then, like, you know, then then we're, you know, what do we do? Like, sure. we're, we're about to, like, literally get on the ice to start, you know, our practice. And, you know, all teams have their routines. We have a certain practice that we always do before a game. It's the same exact drills. You know, we're a big, we're big believers in routine. And, and you know, there are certain drills we just know that we do well. So you just get in a pattern and you do those drills before the game you go into the game feeling great. And, you know, I, I'd never been in that situation. Do we ch- completely change the practice plan? Right. Do we tell the boys? Do we not tell the boys? Hmm. You know, some of it started to leak out on Twitter and I was worried they might've seen it. So yeah, that, that, that was probably one of the biggest challenges. Yeah. I can imagine. Then, then we win the game on Monday night and, you know, it, we win a championship and, and in my mind, and we've been there, you know, um, enough to know it's like, Hey guys, we got one more game. And, and, you know, I, I, I can only like, like maybe, uh, a, an example might be like in baseball when you win like the American league 
division championship or the sure. National League division championship, but then you're going on to the World Series. It's right. like, you know, you see those guys celebrating in the locker room, but you're always like, hey, there's there's one more there's one more series. There's exactly. One more game there's one win. more game coming up, boys. <laughs> you know, and you're trying to you're trying to remind like 16, 17, 18 year old boys like, hey guys, it's not over. Right. You know, after they just won an emotional championship sure. game uh, against a, a team that beat us the year before. So I think that's the biggest challenge is, is, is just keeping them focused and, 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 and saying, yeah, it's a great accomplishment, but you know, you're not done yet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, that, that's, that's the toughest. As far as the game was concerned, I thought we did a great job of like continuing to compete and play hard. At no point did I really feel the game was over until maybe, midway through the third Fordham kept coming hard at us. And, and, um, you know, the, the message on the bench remained the same. The game's not over, you know, finish, finish the season the right way, play hard, play clean, uh, represent our school the right way. And, you know, I was really, I was really pleased with the way the boys competed, um, right to that final buzzer. Great. Great. Um, just a few more questions for you, Coach. I know you've been at this for a while. What do you, and, and you've touched on this in, in some of your previous answers, but what do you look for in a hockey player? You know, uh, prototypical Coach Crozier player is 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 a real hard worker, um, grinder, grinder type. You know, we're we're not we're not real flashy. You know, and and and, uh, you know, that's, that's one of the things that's interesting. Like sometimes people will ask me a little bit of the difference. And, and now we've gone, you know, to the, to the, to the fab 21 tournament sure. two years in a row. Yes. And, um, we've, uh, we've certainly played, um, in the championship enough that it's, it's interesting. There is, there is like the long Island, New York city type player. Yeah. And I will say that one of the things that um, I notice in your in your game, in your players' games, is is they seem to be a little bit flashier or fancy with the puck. Mm-hmm. Some of them are great. I mean, some of them handle that puck great. Um, we don't really work on that or 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 like look for that. Um, um, you know, we're more of like a physical, grind it out, get the puck deep. Um, body, you know, win win the puck down low, get that puck to the net, rebound yeah. type of team. Sure. So that's what we're we're always looking for. Like one thing we preach is like no matter what, we're not going to get outworked. Yeah. No matter what, we are always the hardest working team on the ice, and uh, you know it's something we take a lot of pride in. Um, you know we make we make the high percentage plays. Um. You know, a lot of players these days want to take the puck and cut to the middle, go through the legs, toe drag, those sure. sort of things. We're still a kind of, you know, lower the shoulder, take it wide, yep. cut hard to the net, power forward kind of team. Yep. Um, and it just seems to work for us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. That's the, way, that's the way we like it. 12? You know, 12? I, I mean, kind of blue collar, you know? Yeah. That's, that's what we are here in Buffalo. We're blue collar. Blue collar, and, honest, uh, hardworking, grind it out. Right. Um, you know, the, the six championships since you've been on board certainly are a testament to that that style working for you. Um, speaking of that, Coach, what makes a successful hockey coach? You know, I, I, for me... 
for me, it really just comes down to relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer. You, you treat people well, you know, you treat them like gold. They're going to go through that wall for you. And that's, you know, that's, that's, that's the way we try and do it. Yeah. You know, there's certain expectations and, and I think our expectations are really clear yeah. with our young men, but you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not a yeller or screamer, or, um, in your face or belittling or ridiculing guys. It's, that's not my style. Now I know, you know, you see me coach enough. I'm passionate. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Absolutely. I'm into it. You know, um, I want it just as much as, as the other guy. And, and, you know, I try and lead by example by that, you know, um, I mean, I think, you know, we talk about this all the time, like how fortunate are we to play high school hockey? I mean, it's, it's just a great game. And, and, you know, I know, you know, there's always these debates about travel in high school and, you know, in, in, in some ways here in Buffalo, I I think we've really figured it out. You know, there are some players and, and God bless them that, you know, are, are, are looking to go maybe to the next level, trying to play in the NHL or Division One college. Um, and there's a journey for that. And, and some players have. I mean, Dennis Gilbert comes to mind, played at Notre Dame. He's right now playing in the AHL. Yep. You know, played for me for a couple seasons. But you're never, you're never going to get that high school experience back. You know, playing in front of a thousand of your friends, um, family, you know, your, your boys that you go to school with, winning a big game, going to school the next morning, seeing those guys in the hall and lunch. I mean, that's those are four years of your life that you're never going to get that experience anywhere else. I mean, even your best travel games. And trust me, I'm a travel coach. I like travel. But, you know, you're lucky to get 100 people. Yeah. You know, 50 of them are moms and dads. Yep, yep. But you come to... You come to my game against Williamsville North. You come to my game against Canisius. You're talking thousands and thousands of players, or excuse me, of of students. Yep. You know, the student body from both schools are there and representing and, you know, even media coverage. I mean, I, I coach travel hockey. I can't tell you, <laughs> I can't tell you one interview yeah. that I've ever given yeah. about travel hockey. But, you know, here I am talking to, an ambassador of our sport, you know, oh. Trav, you do such a great job. Thank you. Reaching out to me from, from, you know, downstate. Yeah. Um, because you have a passion and I have a passion for the same thing and that's high school hockey. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think a great coach, you know, loves what he does, loves his players, um, leads by example and, and, and treat people, treats people the right way. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, so far that formula's worked for me. I was so going to stick with. I'm going to stick with it. I was going to say the Marauders are in very, very capable hands, without a doubt. And I appreciate all the kind words. And you know, I, I've been doing this show for a bit, and I'm a firm believer in playing for your high school when you're in high school. But I'm also, as a guidance counselor, looking at you know life beyond high school. And I, I, I do this series called Where Are They Now, where we're talking to players that are playing juniors or playing club hockey somewhere. Right. And every single player I talk to. They tell me you cannot replicate the high school experience, you know, at even at the highest level of travel. Because like you said, you know, there's 
a handful of fans there. It's mostly moms and dads. And, you know, like you said, you win a big game on Friday. You roll into school on Monday. You're having lunch with your brothers. Everybody's going crazy in the hallway. The whole community comes out. That's what it's all about. And that's why I started doing this because I have a huge passion for high school hockey. There's nothing quite like it, in my opinion. Um, So this is going to sound like a silly question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. And then we've got a couple more that I'm going to let you go. And you've been great. I really do appreciate this. No problem. In addition to the success that St. Joe's has experienced, what else do you want people outside of Western New York or outside of the Fed to know about the state of Fed hockey? You know, like, I think first thing, you know, I, I think our section's fantastic. We, you know, that's, that's, that's where our, our kind of, it starts for us. Yep. And, and, uh, you know, there's some great teams up here and we're very fortunate because we're really the only sport that allows the Catholics and the publics to play together. Sure. You know, you don't have that downstate and, nope. and they, they, they prepare us so well. Yeah. Um, you know, so we, we played Orchard Park twice. Yeah. Um, you know, final four team and uh, final team, you know, made it to the finals um, or no final four team, yeah. excuse me. Um, and, you know, just, just really the, you know, playing Orchard Parks, playing the Weasel Norths, playing the Niagara Weefields. Um, that's, 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 that's such a advantage for us and, and really is unique, unique to hockey. So um, we love that. Uh, we think, you know we're we're a little biased, but we we think Section Six hockey is is, is some of the best hockey in the state. Yep. Um, and that's you know that's something that's something we we really we really love. The other thing though, I, I will mention, you know, I, I think this the state of Fed hockey's, you know, especially in the West New York area, is very healthy. But we've got great relationships throughout the state. You know, we used to, where I first met Ed, let me give you a little background on that. I first met Ed in Messina. So we would go up to Messina, and we'd play um, in, uh, they call it the Italian Affair um, Invitational, which the Italian Affair is a restaurant in, in, in the Messina area. Okay. Uh, there's not too many uh, restaurants in Messina, so if you're in Messina, <laughs> you might want to you might want to hit it up. But they're the sponsor of the tournament. Nice. Um, and... Uh, Ed was always bringing his team up there, and how the tournament worked was, you know, the two away teams, St. Joe's and Pelham, would play the two local teams. And every year, I'd watch Ed's teams. I'm like, oh man, if we could ever get a chance to play Pelham, that would be great. And the one year, uh, I think it was two years ago or three years ago, when 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 Ed won the state championship, yep, 2017. Uh, yeah, we were both like ranked number one. And I remember that was when I first kind of reached out to Ed and I said, Ed, somehow we got to get our two teams together. And, he, and that's when he told me, he's like, you know, I run this tournament. I said, oh, we would love, we would love to come uh, to New York City and, and be a part of that. And, uh, you know, that's kind of where it went. So, you know, I mean, the state of Fed hockey is great. We're, we're, we're doing, we're doing great here. Um, I think we're 31 teams. So, one of the things that they do a really good job of is is breaking down the divisions. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the I believe it was ten teams. The ten teams in our division on any given night, any team could have won. Um, and you know, the other thing is, I think across the state, 
you know, again, um, we're very fortunate to, um, you know, get the opportunity to play other great teams. I think, you know, they hear of St. Joe's from section six and people are interested in playing us. So, you know, we, uh, it's, it was eight, eight non-league games and those fill up real quickly because we get the opportunity to compete, compete across New York state. So, um, that hockey's in good shape right now, in my opinion. I wholeheartedly agree. And, and again, just to touch base on, on the good work that Ed's done. I mean, in the time I've known him, it went from the grade eight plus one to the fabulous 15 to the fabulous 21. Talking about Messina, I tweeted out, uh, last week, Messina has already signed on to join the, uh, Fabulous 21 tournament this coming um, November, December down at the Ice Hutch. And I know I'm going to leave somebody off the list, but it's amazing to me that Lancaster, Orchard Park, St. Joe's, Niagara Wheatfield, Canisha, St. Mary's, West Seneca West all make the trip down to play in that tournament. And I think that speaks yeah. volumes to you know your commitment to excellence, your commitment to playing the game, but also you know to how much you know hockey's grown in our area down in section one. Because when I was in high school, now I never played, but when I was in high school, the upstate teams would never want to come down and play unless they had to play like in a tournament or you know whatnot. They just didn't want to come down and waste their time, quote unquote. But you know certainly times have changed. Three more questions for you, and then we're then we're out of here. Favorite professional hockey player, past or present? You know, this is this is kind of a a, a biased answer, okay. but my dad my dad played six games for the Leafs. So hey, there you go. I love I'd it. Have, I'd have to say uh, he's my favorite. Just turned ninety years old in February. Yes, I did see that. I saw that on uh, I saw that uh, on social media. I sent you a little text. I think that's amazing. That's amazing. He's, he's battling some some health things, okay. but I mean, he's he's. He continues to be my biggest influence. Um, you know, his claim to fame was more in the coaching realm. Sure. Coached the Sabres and the Leafs and Rochester Americans. And, you know, he, he had such great success. And, uh, you know, just to kind of follow in his footsteps and, uh, you know, to share the the passion and the coaching that's that's in both of our blood um, is, is quite an honor. So, yeah, I guess I guess the I guess the answer is 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 definitely my dad's my my favorite my favorite player from the past. I've done countless interviews, Rich, and I have to tell you that's hands down my favorite answer of all time. And I will <laughs> definitely keep your your dad and my thoughts and my and and my prayers. And I've Appreciate never had the that. pleasure never had the pleasure of meeting the man in person. I hope I get to one day. But I I can tell you, I know he's darn proud of you too and uh, everything that you've accomplished and. Uh, and the fact that you are a mentor and, and a father figure and a coach to all these young men. Um, favorite professional hockey team? Oh, I'd have to, I'd have to say the Sabres. Sure. You know, it's, 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 it's been, uh, <laughs> it's been an interesting, oh, interesting ride here. Yeah. But I, you know, some of, some of my fondest memories is, is like playoff hockey. When I was, when I was a kid, I remember one time, I was at the odd, and uh, the Sabers were playing the Bruins. That's but this is way, you know this is going way back. Uh, it was the Adams Division rivalry game. Sure. So you know back then they had like the four, you know four out of the five teams in the division would make the playoffs, right. and one would play four. I can't remember who was who, but we were playing the Bruins, 
And they had this guy on their team, the Bruins. They just called him up for the playoffs. The guy's name was Bruce Shoebottom. <laughs> and um, it was like my, one of my first ever playoff games. I was just a kid. And, uh, he, you know, he was an enforcer type. And I remember, like, you know, sure enough, uh, big, big brouhaha breaks out. And somebody in the stands, of course, takes off their shoe <laughs> and throws it onto the ice. Because, yeah. you know, the, like I said, the guy's name was Shoe Bottom. And I was just sitting there, and, you know, there's nothing like playoff hockey. Oh, yeah. The atmosphere is yes. like, you know, it's unbelievable. And, and, you know, everybody's on the edge of their seat. Every every shot and and I just remember just like sitting here and sitting there and being like oh my gosh this is this is what it's what it's all about and and you know the 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 sad thing is 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 you know now I have a little guy uh, Jake is twelve and um, it just you know he he's never seen a Sabres playoff game yeah that's 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 you really know, he's never he's never he's never been able to experience that yeah, so that's, that's it's been terrible. tough it's been tough to be a, a, a Sabres fan but um you know we're, we're we're sticking with our hometown team here hopefully someday Jake and I will be able to go to a game I don't know that that there'll be a shoe bottom or anybody throwing <laughs> a shoe on the ice anymore but hopefully we'll catch one soon I have to, sooner than later I have to tell you that you know when I was in college in the 90s I had a roommate that was from Corfu New York and that's yeah. when the Bills played the Giants you had the whole Scott Norwood thing and he oh. he went crazy started trashing the apartment I said hey man we're not going to get our security deposit back you got to calm down but right. uh, you know Every year, I hope whether it's the Sabers or whether it's the Bills that the good people of the Queen City have something to celebrate because they are such a again blue collar, hardworking bunch. I honestly thought I have a buddy that teaches math down this way. He's from up up the Western New York, and I I told him I thought the Sabers were going to make the playoffs this year, and they were looking really good for a while, and then you know the wheels just kind of fell off. So, yeah. Um, but there's always next year. I mean, I do like you know you right. got the ownership. You know, you've got a commitment to excellence. You've got some really excellent, solid young players. So, again, there's always next year. I think uh, we're heading in the right direction. I really do. Absolutely. Um, and, again, I, I can't say enough good things about Section 6, about the city of Buffalo, about just everybody that I've met from doing this show and just from my journeys um, in celebrating this great game. So, uh, again, I, I hope that at some point you guys have something fun to celebrate up there. Last question for you, Coach. If Rich Crozier wasn't a hockey coach, he'd be a fill-in-the-blank. That's interesting. That is really, really interesting. <laughs> you know, I, wow, I don't know. I think I'd be like maybe, in, I don't know, some sort of entertainment field of something. Okay. Um, you know, it's interesting. My real job is, is I'm an assistant principal up here. Okay, sure, listen. Um, and uh, we... Um, we, we started this new initiative, this mindfulness initiative. Sure. Yep. Um, and, uh, mindfulness is just this like way of, of, you know, keeping your body calm and your mm -hmm. emotions under control. Um, I'm, I'm in an elementary school, so we're, we're, we're K through five. And so our school social worker, and you'll, you'll connect to this as a guidance counselor, she teaches these techniques. And so we met this summer and we we're talking about, 
well, you know, how are we going to like teach these techniques? Some of it's just like breathing stuff. And, you know, there's different stuff. We call it, we call some of it like take a tiger breath, you know, which is just like take five seconds before right. when you're feeling emotions. So they came up with this idea that they wanted to teach it to a puppet. Um, we're the Amherst Tiger, so they wanted to teach it to a puppet, and the name of the puppet is is Rory. Hmm. And interestingly enough, you know, I was sitting in this planning meeting with them. I said, "Oh my gosh, Rory! That's 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 great." I said, "But who's going to be a puppet?" And the social worker and the other teachers that were on the strategic planning team kind of looked at each other and they said, "Well, you are, Mr. Crozier. You're <laughs> you're going to be the puppet." So uh, that initiative started in September, nice. and we're we're uh, twelve videos in, and actually it's going pretty good. So the joke at school is if if it doesn't work out for me as an assistant <laughs> principal, then I could be a puppet master love it. and take and take my show on the road. So yeah, I guess if I wasn't a coach, maybe I'd I'd uh, I'd go into maybe the uh, entertainment business, maybe. Uh, you know, children's birthdays or something like that. <laughs> I do have to say on that note, uh, watching the St. Joe's Marauders is very entertaining indeed. Um, I thoroughly enjoy when your when your team comes down to uh, to our neck of the woods here downstate and uh, participates in the tournament that Ed puts together. And again, I am sorry that we didn't get a chance to connect this uh, this year yeah. up in Buffalo, but I know you were coaching the Pee Wee team, uh, coaching your son's team. So certainly, guys. Yeah. yeah, family comes first always. Uh, but I know that our paths will cross. I've been so fortunate to spend the last. Uh, 43 minutes almost with Rich Crozier, head coach of the St. Joe's Marauders fed hockey team out of Section 6 out of Buffalo, Western New York. Um, I really do appreciate it. Uh, it's been a, it's been my absolute pleasure. I hope you and your family have a wonderful, um, you know, off season, a wonderful summer, and uh, I will see you at the rink, uh, before we know it. First, uh, first week in December, we're already. It's already on the calendar. Love we, it. Uh, we confirmed with Ed last week via Great. via email. And Trav, I can't thank you enough. You know, not only for this opportunity tonight. I, I, as we mentioned, I'm I'm passionate. We share the same passion about high school hockey. Yes. But really, for everything you do for for our sport. I mean, I I got you. I got you on the Twitter, and, and I don't need to follow that many people because you retweet yes. so many great things that are going <laughs> on. Um, you know, you don't miss – I don't miss a beat in terms of high school hockey across New York State. Yeah. If I if you just follow you, um, <laughs> you get everything. Yeah. You get everything. And, and, and you know, we kind of – it's interesting. You're, you're, the, you're the voice downstate, and, 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 and Melissa – Yep is the voice here in, yes. in, in, in the Buffalo area. Yes. And the two of you combined <laughs> do such a great job yeah, uh, for, for these young men. Um, you know, I had nothing like this when I was playing and, nope. and, and you just, you know, it's, 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 it's your coverage that continues to grow our game and, and make it really special for these young men. So I, I can't thank you enough for, for everything you do for, for high school hockey. Um, my boys, Myself, we're all big fans fans of yours, and and feel very fortunate that you're you're a part of our uh, our high school hockey family. So thank you. Uh, listen, I really do appreciate that, Rich, and and I did spend a lot of time with Melissa up a uh, few weeks back, and she and I were talking, and I certainly don't want to speak for her, but I I asked her to think long and hard about 
you know, her decision to, to hang right. things, to hang things up because she was a very big inspiration uh, and influence and, and supporter and friend of mine. So um, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, she takes some time to really, uh, you know, think about because she, she started something that's really, really phenomenal, really, really magical and wonderful and special. So uh, I'm hoping that uh, we find a way to keep ice in the fed um, in some capacity, you know, moving forward. So, um but uh, I'll, I'll leave that up to her to, uh, to announce right. to everybody, of course. But, uh, Rich, again, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, and I know our, our paths will cross in the future. And I really For do sure. appreciate uh, all of your continued support. And, and nothing but the best to you and your family, especially to your dad. Thank you, Trev. Really appreciate that. Thanks for the time tonight. Uh, listen, it's been my pleasure. This is your boy, Trav, and you're listening to HV Pucks Overtime. Uh, hello there, uh, this is, uh, Happy Gilmore, and, uh, you're listening to the HV Pucks Podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Now back to the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode of HV Pucks Overtime. And if there are any topics you'd like me to address or guests you'd like to hear from, please tweet me at TravJack71 as I do this podcast for you. You can also find me on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major. This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5 Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink. <laughs>